was kind of resistant at first because you know how the the local competition right it's like you don't you don't talk to each other but now that i've shifted that you know that mindset i've got all, all the competition in our area we work closely together i don't wow. know if we're coming out of covid or just being able to say hey this is a tough enough industry to not have like uh this enemy type of relationship you know and i took that leap of faith even though everyone was like don't do it you shouldn't do it and it was just it, it was one of those things where i was just holding on for the ride you know i made the move in june which was one of our biggest months this year and having to move a company from from one warehouse to another was crazy i would not recommend it to anyone you know i, I mean there's just a few just efficiencies that you wouldn't even think of right you know if no one's ever had a loading dock that's something that will probably save us 80 grand this year and just having a loading dock uh the tent ox has been a huge investment for us oh, yeah and it's literally split our payroll from you know from 20 employees last year it's it's down to eight to ten wow Welcome to Peer Talk, a dialogue with business owners just like you. Peer Talk conversations run the gamut of business challenges facing owners today. The host of Peer Talk is Dan Crowley, founder and owner of Peer Executive Groups, which provides a safe space for owners to share their experience, grow their businesses, and learn from their peers. Hi, this is Dan Crowley. We have a number of great owners in our peer group network, just like you, and our job is to give you a voice here on Peer Talk. You're here for game-changing good business advice. So we have to ask, has anyone told you about Good Shuffle Pro? Get ahead with speedy, reliable rental software plus the top-rated customer service by visiting pro.goodshuffle.com P-E-G today. That's pro.goodshuffle.com P-E-G. Welcome to Peer Talk. Our guest today is Trevor Troutman from Let's Party Rental in Bloomington, Illinois. He has a very interesting background, went to college in Southern Illinois University for marketing. Then uh, he scored an internship with Disney, went on to get his master's down in Central Florida and uh, spent a couple of years working for Disney. Let's see how Trevor brings back some of those experiences and applies them to Let's Party Rental in Bloomington. Welcome to another edition of Peer Talk. This is Dan Crowley. We have an exciting podcast for you today. We have Trevor Troutman from Let's Party Rental Center in Bloomington, Illinois. Welcome, Trevor. Thank you. Today, we're going to focus on Trevor's story, um, how he has come into the industry and had some success in the last couple of years, and also some creative things he's doing to uh, inspire his company and uh, continue to uh, retain key employees. So, uh, Trevor, welcome. And let's start with um, you speaking a bit about uh, the history of Let's Party. Like, I know it's been around for a couple decades, correct? Correct. Yeah. I mean, um, Let's Party, we're going on 20 years next year. Um, cool thing is, it's always kind of been a family business. Like, a lot of the event rental industry. Um, you know, my mom took over in 2003. She um, was kind of the store manager um, and ended up kind of falling in love with with event rentals, uh, took over the business. And um, my mom and my dad ended up running it for a few years. 
when they split up, she uh, she took over full ownership and ran it for a good 15 years. Um, she's kind of one of those ladies that just loves planning events, you know, and um, uh, we kind of stayed static in the sales arena for many years uh, until 2018, my mom ended up moving to Kentucky and my older brother took over the company. Um, and during that time, he found some success, kind of shifted um, our core focus. And we kind of focused more on the uh, tent tables and chairs kind of all game, even though our customer focus was still uh, heavily reliant on the wedding side of um, of business. And when I came back in town two years ago, uh, we really um, kind of wanted to shift our thinking on profitability and how we could uh, go from, you know, X amount of sales and increase the sales and uh, become more profitable. So I see that you're, and we'll definitely get into, you know, your shift in your market focus. And again, you went to school for marketing. So why don't you tell us about your personal journey? You know, again, you've only been back a couple of years, but tell us about what happened before that. So, yeah, I mean, I, um, I ended up going to SIU, studying marketing, uh, graduated there in 2011. SIU's uh, Southern Illinois? Yeah, Southern Illinois okay. in Carbondale. Got it. Um, ended up graduating there in 2011. Um, during my time at SIU, I uh, went down to Disney, did a Disney internship program down there. Kind of opened my eyes up to uh, how big this world is and, and traveling and, and uh, kind of doing my thing outside of the family business. Uh, so I ended up, um, when I graduated, ended up moving to upstate New York, had a girlfriend up there and spent a couple of years up there and um, found out that having a relationship at that age was a little bit tougher than I could have imagined. So I uh, <laughs> <laughs> ended up moving to Dallas, Texas and worked there for a couple of years. Uh, worked for State Farm. State Farm's big in this area. So it was really a, um, a way to uh, just get some, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, credibility behind my name. Uh, so I went down there, really enjoyed working for State Farm in the corporate environment. Uh, didn't enjoy being micromanaged. I really still had that itch of being an entrepreneur. My family, uh, you know, it's a long line of entrepreneurs, real estate agents and small business owners and uh, always had that itch. So I kind of had a game plan of uh, going back to school, getting my master's degree uh, in sport business management. Um, and during that time, uh, I kind of had my mind made up when I was working for State Farm to, to pursue that dream. Um, it didn't quite work out. So what I decided on doing was uh, going to back to Florida and kind of living on the beach and uh, exploring these different dreams and goals I had to uh, 
to just really enjoy life. So I, I moved back to Florida, lived in Clearwater Beach for a couple of years, uh, was able to and blessed to be able to work remotely within Let's Party and, uh, and build up their online presence. Um, from there, I moved to California, spent a couple of years there, uh, which really allowed me to focus on um, just getting into the school I wanted to go to. Uh, so I, I ended up retaking the GMAT, got into UCF in Central Florida, and moved out there, bought some property out there, and um, pursued my dream of getting into the sports industry. You know, that had always been my dream. Um, you know, but it always points back to you, your, your family business. So did that, met a lot of great people through the master's program at UCF, which I think at the time was number six in the nation for sport business management. And uh, I graduated and I, it still was, you know, that employee mindset just didn't fit, fit for me. Um, so I started working for Disney again. And when COVID hit, it kind of gave me an opportunity and a choice to make. I either, you know, stay living in Orlando and uh, kind of have play this COVID game through or uh, come back up here and, uh, you know, and turn around our family business, which at the time, I mean, there were questions on whether we just shut the doors for good. Um, so I'm glad I was able to come back and, a lot of hard work, but we're in a position now that really allows us to do a lot of different and unique things within the industry. Very cool. That's a very cool story. I'm, I will say that, um, you know, let me unpack for the people listening to this podcast what has happened and transpired in those two years um, from a strategic slash financial performance perspective. So you come back, it's COVID down 2020. People were uh, against the ropes. Um, you were doing certainly a number of um, um, what I would say wedding events and things, wedding planning as you could, as much as you could with really not any business at, in part of that period. Um, but then in 2021, shift starts taking place. Um, you could tell from possibly your educational experience or just your your natural predisposition to be entrepreneurial. Um, your company started shifting and um, was moving more towards corporate events. Um, and that was inspired in part by some uh, M&A activity, which I think your M&A activity took place the end of 21, early 22, correct? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll get to that in a second. But prior to that, you did find your way in 2021. You made Top Gun for event rental in our peer group networks. Congratulations on that. And again, for people who don't know what Top Gun is, it is for it's reserved for the top 25 percent of event rental operators um, who have the highest earnings, uh, meaning um, their ability to make profit on their what they're selling, right? So, so you move from wedding events uh, to some extent. Now you're talking. I think you said earlier that per perhaps almost eighty percent of your volume is coming from corporate. 
Tell us a little about your M&A journey and what that looked like at the end of 21, early 22. Yeah, I kind of want to rewind back to 2020. So when, when I came back, I, it. Uh, it was one of those things where we had to go back to old school ways of, of selling. So I, I was able to pick up the phone and call all these restaurants and, and different places, especially when we were closed down to offer, um, you know, outdoor seating and outdoor tents and different things that, um, you know, could promote, promote their business while they were shut down. Um, and that was a whole, uh, shift in what we had, you know, we had never done that before. So taking our pricing and slashing it, you know, almost 80% to bring in monthly income, which really shifted the whole industry. You know, now we experience a lot more, of longer term rentals, which, um, you know, are key in profitability because we're not, you know, we're not having such a big payroll number. Um, but, you know, a lot of this, you just, you got to thank God for, because at the end of the day, um, what we were able to do from, you know, the beginning of COVID to where we are now, uh, a lot of those pieces fell into place, meeting you and uh, you throwing me the idea of talking to Tony, you know, and all the things that Tony's been able to, you know, show me and the knowledge he's been able to give me. We'll share share with who, who's Tony. So Tony is Tony Peterson, I take. Yeah. So Tony Peterson, I was able to, you introduced me to him and uh, I was kind of resistant at first because you know how the, the, local competition right it's like you don't you don't talk to each other but now that i've shifted that you know that mindset i've got all, all the competition in our area we work closely together i don't wow. know if we're coming out of covid or just being able to say hey this is a tough enough industry to not have like uh this enemy type of relationship you know uh so Tony, I ended up starting to, I started talking to him this past winter um, and, it, and it started as, I'm just going to buy some tents and some chairs from you, you know, and, uh, didn't really want to move out of my space, even though I knew it was too small uh, for what we were doing. You know, if I wanted to shift my focus to corporate clients, um, I knew I needed more inventory. I, need, I knew I needed a bigger space. Uh, which eventually led me to uh, more conversation with Tony and kind of just, uh, you know, just letting go of the, what do they call it at EOS? No, the, I, <laughs> yeah, letting, the letting go of the vine, letting go yeah. of the vine. I just <laughs> went through that. That's funny. <laughs> so I just, I think I read that chapter and I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to do it, you know, and I, took that leap of faith even though everyone was like don't do it you shouldn't do it uh and it was just it, it was one of those things where i was just holding on for the ride you know i made the move in june which was one of our biggest months this year and having to move a company from from one warehouse to another was uh crazy i would not recommend it to anyone but uh you know i, I mean there's just a few just efficiencies that you wouldn't even think of right you know if no one's ever had a loading dock that's something that will probably save us 80 grand this year and just having a loading dock you know 
uh, the tent ox has been a huge investment for us. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's literally split our payroll from, you know, from 20 employees last year. It's, it's down to eight to 10. Wow. And that's, and that's not limiting the, the sales we've had. Sales. We're on par to beat what we did last year, which is, uh, kind of crazy, you know? You, and, I mean, you have a target, you have one of the higher targets for earnings goals, you know, and I'm not giving away the farm here, but we look for a good event rental operator to do 25% earnings um, on the on a stretch. We can see them at the highest level get to 30% earnings, and that's obviously where our Top Gun guys are, including yourself, right? So you you continue to focus on efficiency, profitability um, by moving from the uh the wedding industry over into um corporate you're able to find a way to get from job costing to get that 30 percent ebitda and there's some consistency to it but so you're saying that you actually did the acquisition of what was called the event experience company right i think in bloomington and then you took over their space so you're there now yes Oh, got it. And that's, um, you know, obviously you're sharing space or are you sharing space with, yeah, with equipment or no different? Uh, yeah, I share space with, there's quite a few people in here, but Weavers mainly. Gotcha. Weavers which Rental. Is, which is like a, a perfect synergy, right? Because they have yeah. tools sometimes that I need. If I have any questions for Tony. Um, he's, he's able to help me out. And it's, that's great. Um, and then I'm able to push him customers too when they need the equipment from him and you know tony was innovative he was one of our guests earlier in the podcast um a year ago he did um profit first was a book he read and implemented i know previous to that he had implemented sandler training systems inside of his company which was you know how do you get a person from pain point and opportunity to actually closing the deal and bringing them bringing it in and uh, so he's been innovative in, in his own right. And if he's down there and available, you guys could probably <laughs> grab lunch once in a while and, and, and glean some things from each other for sure. Yeah, Profit First was uh, probably one of the biggest things, right? It wasn't, it's nothing that, it's not rocket science. It's just a shift of mindset. Stop yep. spending money. Yeah. You don't have to spend it, don't spend it, you know? Correct. And uh, probably one of our smarter moves was making the switch to Good Shuffle Pro management software. Uh, there are a couple of reasons for that. First is the ease of use for our employees and our customers. And secondly is the professionalism that offers our company. But overall, we are feeling pretty good about the switch. Yeah, putting it in the right, in the right uh, bucket, right? So um, I love the analogy of the plate and your, if you're, if you're putting the, st- the money on the plate in the right place, then uh, there's not money to spend. And, and it goes back. I lo- the actual the best part is the toothpaste where it's like, OK, when you're down to the bottom of the toothpaste tube, you still find a way to get enough toothpaste on that toothbrush to save you, you know, 10 more days before you need to get a new tube of toothpaste. So um, that's part of it, you know, not wasting the expense side. So you guys have have been doing a great job. And so, you know, just to get a everybody a better picture of the organization your mom's still active she's selling and she but she's working remote in kentucky correct 
Correct. Yeah. So she, uh, she does mostly sales. She works with customers. Um, and that's just huge for me because now I'm able to be flexible and kind of be in this hybrid position of, uh, doing the general manager duties, some things that she doesn't really, um, enjoy doing. Well, no one really does, but, um, you know, certain people are good at it. And then, uh, and then being out in the field, you know, and, and handling those warehouse duties. And again, just being able to be in an efficient warehouse where, uh, you know, they've, they've got a very good layout on how to, um, you know, where things are placed and efficiencies on getting it loaded um, really makes that from a, at our old warehouse, a four person job, right? Three or four person job to now it's a one person job and I can keep it within those people I pay salaries so I can, you know, keep that payroll down. Got it. And then, you know, the other thing I wanted to make sure we got out for the people to hear is, you know, you're getting help from, you have your brother Quincy, he's in the op side, um, and then you have these employees, but you're also in a place in middle of Illinois where um, you do have seasonality when it comes to your corporate and your tents and things like that. Um, and you have a unique w- solution to that, right? So I, you had said, you know, because of your experiences at Disney, you had some ideas around possibly getting your people out and, you know, but retaining them. So why don't you talk us through what you did in, in Florida and in the past and going forward? Yeah. So, uh, sophomore year in college, you know, I'm 19 years old. I went down and I did the college program at Disney and, uh, I just had the time of my life. I, I think I came back and I was in like depression for three months because it was, I was living in Florida. I was living in Disney, didn't have a car. So it's kind of one of those things where, I was meeting people from all over the world and uh, you know, now it's my time to be able to give that back to someone, you know, and I've been able to bless to live in different areas in the United States and travel and, and uh, just realize how important that is almost, if not more important than doing the college thing, you know, and and just the, the experiences you're able to uh, see from that perspective. So I, Last year uh, was the first year we did this, which uh, it was a, they they had a good experience, but I don't think uh, um, I did enough due diligence on my end. I was just excited to get them to Miami. I'm like, they're going to Miami. Let's go. You know? So, uh, so just to stop you there. So you essentially sent your crew to Miami. Right. Right. Yeah, I sent two guys down there and and probably one of the biggest questions is like, well, they're going to steal your guys, you know, like who would want to come back from Miami? And it was one of those things where I know this sounds cliche, but my guys are very loyal. Um, And I honestly feel if if you treat your guys or girls the right way um, and have those right values that they're definitely going to come back. And with with my the two guys I sent down there, they have lives here, right? So they're not going to pick up and move. But if they did, power to them, you know. I that's okay with me. I'm not gonna, you know, that's not a bridge that's burned for me. I I really feel like, you know, I I want to grow them as much as grow the company. You know, I mean that might be more important for me 
Um, but this year we have a big, a bigger opportunity. So out of all the places I lived, I love living in California. So I was able to, um, in the beginning of discussions with the guy out in California to, um, send my guys out there, um, and really just give them a crazy experience out there. You know, I, I kind of related not only to the Disney college program, but to kind of a paid vacation. Now, obviously, people are probably laughing because this is the event rental industry. It can be a lot of hard work, um, but it's it's kind of unique because they're going to get to miss the six months of freezing weather here. Frozen tundra. Right? <laughs> so, wow. Well, that is certainly unique. First, I've heard of anything like that being attempted uh, hopefully you can keep that on the rails and keep it successful. We're, uh, we're pulling for you to, to see that happen. Um, so you've had a lot of success. Clearly you're a blessed man. Gontras, any last words for our, our people here as they, uh, uh, take, a, take away any wisdom from you? Just don't ever give up, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of those days, right? Yeah. Don't ever give up. Excellent. Well, Trevor Troutman from Let's Party Rental, a great peer group member. Thanks for being here with us, Trevor. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. You're here for game-changing good business advice. So we have to ask, has anyone told you about Good Shuffle Pro? Get ahead with speedy, reliable rental software plus the top-rated customer service by visiting pro.goodshuffle.com PEG today. That's pro.goodshuffle.com slash P-E-G. You've been listening to Peer Talk from Peer Executive Groups, produced and directed by Noah Crowley and hosted by Dan Crowley. Subscribe to this podcast for notifications of future episodes of Peer Talk.